Hello, everybody, and welcome to week seven of the Two Spooky Podcast with me, Sir Leviathan. And me, Big Rio. Still no guest. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we're we working on it, I swear. We, we will say this every week until we yeah. actually get it, and we're like, ah, we got it for you. If you are listening, and now you have a way to reach out to us, and you want to be on the show... Just let us know. Just let us know. We're always looking for a guest. Just to have a good time. Absolutely. We do recommend you have a little bit of some spooky background, or... Or at least if, some spooky encounters. Yeah, some we something to roll with. We don't want you exactly. to just not have nothing. Or if you are like a, like a practicing mage or anything like that, we'll definitely get you on. Definitely. Like, no doubt about Take it. In. But, uh, so this week, as you guys can probably tell by the title, Demons. Demons. It's spooktober 29th, and uh, we're like two days away from Halloween, so what better to talk about the demons. The demons. The demons. Everyone knows demons. Demons. Boy. Everyone's motherfucking scared of demons. As you should be. That's fair. It's a, it's a fair assumption to be scared yeah. of demons because when we talking about these big powerful boys today. Yep. Now, but, before we get into those, yeah, before though. Before we get into that, we gotta do the, the good old weekly news. The spookified news. Spook, spook and news this week. week. This week, we've got some... Oh, this one, this one's got us heated. Yeah, this one's got us heated. I am very, very upset with what they're <laughs> saying. It is versus what we believe it is. So this week on October 25th, yep. 2020, uh, in Hawaii, in Hawaii, people witnessed a flying object with many lights on it. I'm just going to go ahead and straight up call it a UFO. Oh, unidentified unidentified flying object? Yes, indeed. I mean, you can't really identify it, but I can tell you this. It's not of this world. Yeah, it's There's... definitely not a rocket. It's definitely I... not a rocket. <sighs> Fucking God. Zero percent I chance. hate the media. <laughs> Yeah, so we saw 17 lights flying across the sky, and it even waved at me, the media, to that person. Yeah, it was a rocket, bro. No, it was just an <laughs> old rocket booster coming back <laughs> from, into the atmosphere. From 1913. Some, this one, always some bullshit. This one <laughs> is one of the most blatant cover-ups, I think. I've ever seen on the news. Yeah, no doubt about it. And it's like... They literally have, I'm just going to call them some fake scientists on there with just some fucking neck beards just trying to convince you that. <laughs> that it is not. That it's not yeah, a they, UFO. They just grabbed the nerdiest guy out of their office like, hey, we're going to put you in front of a green screen and you're going to say whatever the fuck's on this script. Yep. You're going to follow this. It's like, cool. And they're like, yeah, we're going to give you a $500 bonus. He's like, okay. I also retract my statement this happened on october 24th around 10 p.m yeah yep october 24th 10 p.m um i think we're actually just gonna go ahead and play the clip today and we will be linking the video so you guys can get to the page but we're gonna kind of play the audio just, just so we can talk about it for a second. Yeah, we're going to just kind of uh -huh. pick it apart, to be completely honest with you. Did you happen to see the strange bright lights last night? You may have not. been one of many nope, who thought me. it looked like a plane, meter shower, or something unexplainable. Yep. Just say UFO. I hate that the news just avoids saying it. Right, they don't want to <laughs> freak you out. Top story, baby. People on different islands reported seeing these strange lights in the sky on Saturday night, shortly after 10 o'clock. Now, we're told since it was traveling east, I would just like to comment Island on this is Koa 2. Yep, Koa 2 News. And the fucking studio for her was like some hotel closet. Yeah. Yeah, that is a motherfucking UFO. Alright, so I can at least count like 10 lights, small blinking lights on the bottom of that. Yeah. I'm gonna call pause right there. Oh, that was probably there. Yeah, there's like 10, 10 blinking lights on it, and, and this lady notes and says, 
It's not producing any sound at all. It's completely quiet. Right. So that that's a big no-no in the first place. So it's not... All right, let's re re-say this. It's not blinking lights. It's one solid light kind of flickering, but it's like an orange color, but there's yeah. multiple lights yeah. down the side of it. Yeah, that's... Uh, and this... Looking at it now is just spooky. It's like... <laughs> When when you guys watch the video, make sure you click the link on this one and actually watch it. One hundred percent UFO. Like this is the maybe the best footage we've ever gotten of a UFO, in my opinion. I think it it's very clear. Like it's very clear. And this did happen on the Big Island of Hawaii. I don't know what it's called, and then yeah. it also Maui. I think is what it what I was reading. Yeah, they said you could probably see it from all the islands, but. A couple those, of the it, it eastern the, islands, you got a better view from. Yeah, those were they had the most people who were like reported it. Yeah. So it wasn't even just a small group of people. It was a lot of people who had seen it, but this is just like an interview with some of the people who got the video. They don't even interview the people with the video. This I is actually a, that's who this was with the the news part. Uh, well, that lady was that was just they were actually just playing the footage, and that was uh, the lady, and she was just like. This is really scary. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to keep playing the video. But experts from the Mauna Kea observatories offer a simple explanation of what they suspect. Yes, tell me. So in, in all likelihood, what we what they saw last night was the re-entry of a rocket booster that was from a rocket that was launched in 2008. <laughs> Fuck you. 2008. Boosting up a communication satellite for Venezuela. Bro's been gone so long. <laughs> that shit is not that. So you're telling me from 12, 2008, that was 12 years ago. A, a rocket so from 12 years ago. The boosters. Because we don't have any of the pieces of the debris. Exactly. Because there was no pieces the of debris. The lights that we saw in our time lapse combined with this um, map is Hold on, I'm just going to pause it. So at this point in the video, they're showing you a bunch of images of a quote-unquote star map, and nothing on it <laughs> looks anything like what yeah, they show what, in the actual They're talking footage. about how they're like, yeah, so if you can tell by the way we have our sky map set up here to always keep visuals on the sky, uh, this is what fell. And, and then they just show some random-ass like blurry silver yeah. object. Which doesn't even look like it. No. Also, on top of that, I would just like to say, that shows it during the day when this happened at night. Yeah. That is the first flaw of this media cover-up. <laughs> yeah, no, th this is very blatantly a cover-up, but oh, we'll let you guys decide oh, that when you watch it. <laughs> the fucking rocket boosters, baby. Um, that this was this this Venus Stat 1 re-entering the atmosphere. We're told this is not a rare occurrence because objects get launched into space all the time. Fuck you. <laughs> now they're showing another image that looks nothing like it. Right in the flight path. And when it hits the atmosphere, prepare for a light show. What is that? The thing is, it doesn't ever stop, like, going straight across the sky. It doesn't go down or up. It's just going straight across. So if it's falling out the sky, it would be coming down at an angle. Like, make, like, fucking Optimus Prime, when he came down from the sky, came down at a fucking angle. And it's like, oh, you can tell that's No, that thing was literally going parallel with the Earth. And, like, all the lights were, like, together. And they weren't no, like yeah. And basically they said that when objects fall from space, they catch on fire and get hot, which is true, which pretty much proves their, like, disproves their point because this thing was not on fire at all. It was literally no, it, a solid object with blinking lights all over it. Like, exactly. This and is literally a ship. Just another thing to to call out. They're like, oh, yeah. So when it when it goes into shrapnel, it fucking, they all just stay at the same speed. That's why they're together. It's like, yeah. well, then how these ones get way ahead of these ones? And then why are these ones way in the back? Yeah. Oh, well, they get they just break down in the air because of the speed. It's like that doesn't make sense because then they themselves would have broken down as well. Yep. The parts that connect it is the same thing that made the rest of the rocket. They're all the same. Yeah. No, this, this <sighs> one is... Fucking government. Again, in my opinion, maybe the best footage that we've actually gotten of an 
actual UFO. I definitely want to agree with that statement. Yeah, like 100%. it's it really fucking well filmed. Thank God for technology. Yep. With obviously, I mean, everyone's got a fucking iPhone now, and I have an Android. Yeah, game I mean, shit. not us. We on that Android shit because yeah. you know we're <laughs> we're not sissies. We're Android boys. Yeah, but. I got good. I got good camera. I swear to God. Yeah, bro. <laughs> bro, I fucking swear, bro. Look at my Snapchat, dude. It's a good camera, bro. Fuck you, Snapchat. I don't even have Snapchat. Yeah, but uh, yeah, we'll link we'll link that to you guys, and yeah. I hope that hope you guys watch it. And... I hope you guys don't just feed into the media's uh, yeah bullshit. But but let us know what you think in the comments when oh, you yeah. watch it. Go ahead and leave a comment and say, "Yeah, that's a fucking UFO." You know what I think it actually was, Big Rio. Yeah, let's hear it. It was the water babies. The water babies. <laughs> the water babies. They're taking over, baby. So, here's my theory. The water babies have infiltrated NASA <laughs> and have actually <laughs> stolen one of these ships. And the water babies now run the world. So They're now crying from the skies. <laughs> so, if you think about it, the human body is what? 70% water? Something like that? <laughs> Therefore, a water baby can take over a NASA scientist with no problem at all. You're not wrong, technically. Them being water elementals. Well, fucking water babies. We don't know their potential. <laughs> we don't. We have not done water enough experimentation. Water babies Don't worry, guys. Uh, we'll we'll try and capture a water baby one of these days and do some science on it. I don't think we can. I think it would just evaporate within our grasp. I don't think we oh, can catch that's it. True. Like if they wanted to be caught, they would have already been caught. But they're water, so you can't. That's true. You can't physically Shit. catch them unless you like encase them in like a. Like that's what I was thinking. Like if we catch them in like some sort of like fish tank, some sort of box where they can't like evaporate, they can't like condensate out of it, you know, because they can, I would have to imagine they can alter their state of matter. Yes, I would assume so. So they can go into like water vapor form. I would assume. I don't think we're going to be able to catch a water vapor. I think think, like that's one of those ones like you can be friends with them, but you can't like, yeah. Shit. Well, we're going to try and get a water baby as a familiar. <laughs> yeah, we're going to catch one in a mason jar. Yeah, we're just going <laughs> to yeah. fucking keep him. Just get it. Yeah, we're just going to Maybe that'll be our time. first guest on the podcast is <laughs> a water baby. A fucking ancient water baby in a, in a mason jar. It's perfect. It's perfect. Oh, my uh, God. Okay, right. well, I think it's about time we get into the main topic here, guys. To- All right, let's talk. start talking about demons. Demons. Demon, demons. All right, um, I think we should start off with one of the most popular things to deal with demons. Solomon's Keys, the Testament of Solomon. Yes, this is... So you were talking about, I mean, you were talking about this the other day, Solomon, and you were reading about him. How do you, like... What? So he was a king. He was a king who essentially... Made demons build him a temple. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) He was, like, one of the first to actually through magic control demons essentially he also would go on and ask them a bunch of different questions that to for some reason knowledge. they would also answer because they were they were about it with him what, up, whether they were playing mind games and you know thinking they're playing 3d chess with fucking mr king solomon or not right they would you know go along with it and that's pretty. Co- that's a pretty common state for he, demons. They give people info a lot. That's, that's kind of what they're known for. A huge part of them, but they also. But it's usually liars. a game for them to manipulate you later on. Oh yeah, they have they have like three steps ahead of you most of the time. Yeah, but Solomon ended up writing the Keys of Solomon, which uh, is actually pretty much one of the first known books that I like identified demons mm-hmm. by their specific like name and individ individualities yeah it's one of the most important books of demonology without a doubt oh with i would definitely say so it is also unknown when it was fully written yeah but it is known to be one of the oldest living surviving relics of that whole genre of demonology yep and then you get into the lesser key of solomon which is a grimoire from the 17th century yeah so this one's a little it's little a... further uh it's what probably like 300 years later that this one's found more or less but this one is going off of the same 
book of King Solomon and essentially expanding on it. This one's written by an anonymous person. I'm going to assume multiple people. Yeah, I would, I would assume it was a group, a group put of together, people put or together. if not multiple people just putting their inserts. And but that, the lesser keys of Solomon was more of a, it kind of tells you what you need to do. It was more to step by step on how to do what King Solomon did. Invoke the demons. Which again, if you don't know about King Solomon, definitely go and do a little research on him. Because oh, yeah, he literally all... built an entire fucking society, basically, by using demon slaves. Yes. Which is and kind of fucking dope. Also, his temple is technically like known for being like an also portal to hell, or to bring on like greater demons. Yeah. So, that's OP. It technically was talked about that he was like, his whole plan behind it, using the demons, was to bring on something bigger. So that's OP. He just didn't get all the way through. Uh, so like a good, a good uh, comparison to Solomon is Goldan from World of Warcraft. <laughs> you guys know Goldan? He's kind of on the same oh, shit where he just that's... wants to unleash the demons. He's just really trying to not have a good time. Yeah. <laughs> well, as we get into the demons, we we were gonna start talking about the classifications of demons. That's pretty much what. A huge portion of this episode we'll be talking about. This won't be our only demon episode, of no, course. No, there's no possible way we can get all the demon info into one. Like, we could literally make this whole episode about the lesser keys of Solomon if we wanted. Easily. But like, we're, gonna, yeah. we're not going to do that. We're going to give you guys variety. We, we want a little more about the classification in this. And when we're going through this, you have to remember... A lot of... Literally every, like, 60 years, a new classification of demons comes out. It includes the ones from previous, new ones most of the time. and A lot of it's just rearranging prior ones. Or just adding to like what's already previously been stated with a little bit of extra spice. Like, hey, this guy's also part of this, or this is right. also part of that. It's always just, and that just comes kind of figuring with, more stuff out. That just comes with, you know, people actually practicing and encountering these and getting more info on them. And then you also have the different perspectives on right. what people did and what you used. Yeah, and one of the things about classifications of demons is there's about two sides of it. One side is going to be, like, the people who actually experience them and believe, and then the other side is going to be... People trying to almost justify theology through philosophy. So they're basically trying to break down what demons represent. Right. But we're going to mostly focus on actual mages who attempt to conjure them and whatnot. People who actually people were who actually messing with the magic it, yeah. stuff and doing their thing. Well, I think we're going to start off with the Lantern of Lights classification of demons this is one of the almost earlier the first most common earlier set classification sets for demons it was arose in the 14th 14th century around 1409 to 1410 it was wrote by an anonymous english lollard which lollards are actually proto protestants pretty much okay. this is before protestants were like a thing it was a little bit earlier than that, so it was like an almost not. I want I want to say knockoff to affect, like hurting what he's feelings, but it was like a sub subclass of Protestants. Yeah, and it was just it was just before them is what they were. Gotcha. So it was from an anonymous Lillard, but it's often believed that John Wick Wyncliffe is the one who did it. Which John Wyncliffe was uh, actually known as one of like the most known Lollards, which. In that whole spot, gotcha. he was a huge part, and and he and he was movement. a philosopher slash theologian, and he was one of the people that actually translated Bibles and whatnot. Oh yeah, a biblical translator. He was also a priest. Yeah, he he he, he's he, he a was wise man. He was a high up in the Lollards. Yeah, so as you can tell, he had his little spill into the demon stuff as being the holier side. Right. So he has more of a. General Phil. Yeah, I would have to guess that John Wyclef was probably not trying to summon demons. He was more trying to just gather info about them. Yeah, I definitely would agree. I would say he's one of the people who was like, I just want the information versus the actual. I'm sure he wanted nothing to fucking do. No, he was probably like, nope, I can, I can say a prayer. Yeah. (laughs) Well, banish you to hell. 
as they don't really know who it was, they, they do believe it was John Wyncleft, the classification built by the Lantern of Light system was established based on the seven deadly sins being pride, envy, wrath, sloth, greed, gluttony, and lust. Yeah. Each one mentioned their demon that it was representing is the one they use to tempt people. So right. this not being what they are, but what they use against people. The list was also later actually used and worked into a lot of works, but mainly a good focused one was John Taylor's The Water Poet. Yep. If you don't know it, it's a nice little one. We'll probably throw it up on the page here yeah, or we'll, somewhere. We'll, we'll give you guys some links to some of these um and I've been and working on some some photo stuff that I'll be posting on the page and everything. Yeah, we'll try and get you guys a little visual aid for some of this because there's oh yeah a lot of info here. So you want to yeah. number one? Yeah. So number <laughs> one, this is one that people actually get confused a lot. Uh, the number one that represents pride is actually Lucifer, and. A lot of people know the story of Lucifer. He's a fallen angel from heaven who fell with a fucking squad of other angels, basically. Because yeah. they all had diff differing mindsets than God. So they were banished from heaven. And that's essentially why Lucifer represents pride, is because he thought that his mindset was above God's. Yeah, which... not allowed to do that with that whole setup they have up there. Yeah. <laughs> so he uses the, the pride to tempt people. Exactly. Don't be too prideful. Uh, uh, uh. Number two, Beelzebub, envy, envious, making people be just, uh, well, uh, sorry. Fucking just, you know. Jealous. Jealousy, jealousy you know? is the best way to, to explain that one. It's like, you have this? Well, I want that because you have that. So that was a huge thing. Beelzebub is also a pretty well-known demon throughout a lot of it. If you yeah. know a lot about demons, he's one of the most powerful demons, Lord of Flies. Yep, absolutely. And uh, pretty much all of these that we're going to bring up are pretty much the most well-known demons. Yeah, we're, we're honestly, talking about at a the lot moment, of the top tier. We, we might sprinkle in a little bit of the lower tier which i mean Just even the lower tier demons are still more powerful than pretty right. much all humans combined so <laughs> next up uh this is when people get confused because a lot of people think lucifer and satan are the same person they are not they are not they, they are, are two, two separate, separate entities and satan essentially represents wrath which you know is pretty much destructive power Everyone knows Satan doesn't really give a fuck about anything but himself. Yeah. And a lot of the times, his way of getting into your head is through your anger. Your anger could manifest Satan. And, yeah. that That's a nice way, nice way to put it. That's, yeah. That's pretty good. Number four on the list would have been Abaddon. Abaddon. Sloth. So, basically, sloth laziness. Yeah. Don't be lazy. Just... That's, that's pretty much how you prevent this man yeah. <laughs> at this point. But uh, Abaddon being the god of, not Lao, the demon Demons. of the bottomless pits pretty much, it's due to him kind of just dealing with the people at the bottom of the pit not being able to move. It was a huge thing. The piles yeah. of uh, corpses laying there. That's the whole idea of the sloth. Yeah, no. He, um, you don't, you don't want to go hang out with Sloth because you will literally just be stuck in a pit where you can't move, and you might still be alive, and you're just fucking laying there. <laughs> yeah, with people piled with on you. Just yeah, fucking not not, not a good you. time. The next up, you get into Maman, which is greed. Greed, and now this one obviously is, you know. Maybe one of the most prevalent in today's society. Well, a lot of them out. Might, might call some people out, you know, shots fired, but greed embodies a lot of people in the world and makes them do questionable things. And you can essentially accredit that to Maman having some sort of communicative path with them. You know, can't necessarily prove it, but 
you can't not there's, prove it. Yeah, there's a there's a pretty decent chance because that's you know that's what he does. He's been around for a while. <laughs> He's been chilling. He's been chilling for a hot minute. Number six being Belgor. Belgor is for gluttony. Belgor is normally shown as a really fat, bigger yeah. demon, or even just a really like almost you know how you like, like notice trolls have like the really big nose and the mm-hmm. big facial features and the big body that's kind of how they like show yep. belgor belgor normally influenced people to uh basically take on more well he would take on you take more than you you're supposed to and a lot of the time it was done in like harvest they saw that a lot back in the day when they would harvest people would be eating way more than you're supposed to families fighting over the food and shit and it also was shown a lot through the kings and the higher royalty right. the way they would hoard money or hoard, hoard food, resources everything and you have to keep in mind when you're looking at the seven the seven princes of hell here most of them tie into each other so it's like Belfgore might be the the start of this, but then he introduces you to Maimon, essentially. He's like Pretty much, yeah. He's they... like, Oh yeah, see, I've been giving you all this good info. You should meet this guy. <laughs> and then it's like okay. Have you met my pal Tim? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so it's usually a slippery slope where you end up encountering all seven of them and just being fucking cursed, generally speaking. Oh yeah. Number seven, which is the last sin, Asmodan, Asmodus, Asmodan. Yeah. Many people say it differently, and it's also pronounced differently throughout certain yeah. religions they have setups, is for lust. Lust being sex. Wanna fuck? That, that it's, it's pretty pretty straightforward. Hey, nice cock, bro. That's <laughs> this guy. <laughs> hey, nice cock. Yeah, <laughs> This guy is going to tempt you to fucking cheat on your wife. He's going to tempt you to go fucking do some, do some unholy shit. I'm um, talking like just sexual deviant shit. Oh, like very deviant. Like underage mm-hmm. was a huge thing. Uh, like I just said, adultery was a huge thing. That was just tied, to, tied to him. Uncaring orgies. You don't care who you're fucking. You're just... Yeah, that's where you get a lot of the orgies and like the, the rituals is for this man here. And that's also where you get the homie hole. He he started the homie hole. I'm fucking dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. So uh, yeah, if, if you're using the homie hole, it's because fucking Asmodeus is in your ear. But um... That was, uh, that's the, uh, Seven Deadly Sins classification, the Lantern of Lights classification. We're going to cut to break real quick for a second, get some stuff set up for the next segment, but we'll be right back with yep, you guys. Yep. We're, uh, also sponsored by Oreos. <laughs> We're going to take an Oreo sponsorship break. Yep. <laughs> all right, guys, welcome back. We had to take a break there because we were setting up all of the, uh, papers and all of our new stuff for the, yep. this new not new segment, but the next part of this segment. Welcome back. Brought to you by LaCroix and Oreo. <laughs> <laughs> not actually, but if you guys want to sponsor us, feel free. Yeah, we never stop it. Well, getting now in, we're getting back into it. We're going to this... jump into the Spinna's classification of demons. We're just going to touch over this one briefly because it... It's more This about, one is broad as fuck. Yeah, it's really more of a kind of like classifying demons into the like ways they act and how they kind of just provoked things around them and how their actual attitudes i guess yeah so the the main thing we're going to touch on this is we're going to talk about incubi and succubi and then their offspring essentially those are those are pretty much the key ones in this one um it also talks about the wandering groups of army of demons in the multiple regions of hell which if you didn't know there are multiple regions of hell dante's inferno that's the easiest way to describe the regions of hell to you if you haven't read it, great book. Many you, layers. Each layer is massive and being their own like separate thing. Yeah, there's different demons in each spot. Or of... if you ever played Oblivion and like the sections <laughs> when you go into Oblivion, it's kind of like that. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. But um, so it also talks about the wandering groups of armies, which they're just blatant just armies of. Have you ever? If you've ever seen Lord of the Rings. And there's the yeah. orc army that just kind of like fucking comes around. It's, it's like, like that, that, but endless 
They and just, each one has a different leader. Yeah, which, and they just continually just tear through each into, other. If you get into the lesser keys of Solomon, it actually breaks down a lot of other demons who are like less known, but they lead many of these armies. Like they'll have Hacks. multiple legions. Like, oh yeah, and that's just that, that's one of the nice things in there. But it doesn't really you don't get a lot of specific ones, and we're not going to get into it too much because yeah. it's very broad and there's. There's too endless. many, and we don't have a lot of yeah, info they, they're, on most of them. Yeah, there are a lot of just no name. Like, you have a name, but you don't really got much character behind it. Yeah. Just another guy ghouling around. Um, another one of the things that, that was nice is it talks about the demons that attack saints specifically, and it also talks about the demons that you would catch most of the time at witches' sabbaths. Yeah. So it has those classifications which are really nice but they're so wide and vast it's not really It'd be very hard be... for us to cover it yeah. without making an entire episode about spinner's classification alone exactly but we are going to talk about an incubus succubus and cambion cambions which is the essentially the offspring of demon it's essentially when either a human fucks a demon or a demon fucks a human, the baby that comes after is a Cambion. But you have to be careful because there's the way Incubus Succubus work is an Incubus can become a become a Succubus as a Succubus can become an Incubus. Succubus being the female version, Incubus being the male. They can change their genders. It changes. It changes the whole demon. They embody itself. gender fluid. Yeah, pretty much. But they. They're two separate beings as one. Like, yeah. the incubus is its own thing as the succubus is its own. If a succubus has sex with a male, she is trying to conceive either an incubus baby or the incubus half of her is trying to collect human sperm to use on a female human to then create a cambion. Yep. But... If the female succubus decides that she's going to have the baby, like she's getting pregnant from you, uh, that will make you a vampire. This is actually one of the original, like, lores from vampires. It comes from you become a vampire from getting fucked by a succubus. Which is honestly kind of a good deal. You get some fucking dope demon pussy. All right, so did you know about this? This is the only backfire of having a succubus ride that dick. What is that? Your incubus baby wants to kill you. Oh, shit. Yeah. So when the baby rough, comes right? out, he wants some vengeance. It's not just even vengeance. He hates his he's, life. Just, he's supposed to kill you. That's just, that's that's just, just, like, just like his set mission. Uh, it talks about... There's a couple of different like books and text spots that I was reading. It's more of uh, your hit's creator, technically. Mm-hmm. And that's just how it's supposed to work. Just don't I like guess, that. yeah. Now, it's not if you are able to kill you your down. incubus baby, though, then you're pretty much free. To then go. you're good. However, remember, incubus, incubi are definitely stronger <laughs> than vampires. Uh, unless yeah. you get deep into the vampire power, like if you have enough time to like hone your art, then maybe well, there's always there. I'm a huge fan of uh, reading people's stuff. That mm-hmm. might not be true and believing it's true. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> but uh, one of the, like, the good old ones was uh, you technically, a vampire can kill the succubus that gave it its power, but like. Before the baby's born? Or? No, you would, you can only do it after because I guess during the pregnancy, like, it itself is not even in this realm. Oh, shit. Yeah, see, so, like, you won't even be able to touch it. It leaves you a vamp. Like, it turns you into a vampire, keeps you here. And then it goes, has its baby somewhere else in a completely different realm. So, like, that's a whole separate thing. And then the incubus comes back into our world once it starts doing its thing. Right. Right. You can kill the succubus, but you have to kill the incubus first. Okay. Because the incubus, if somebody was to attack its mother, it, like, can get, like, snap back. It can basically just fucking instant transmission over there. Yeah, pretty much the mom was just like, hey, come back here, I'm getting attacked. So you have to kill him So first. then you'd have the 2v1, which is possible well, see, still. This but is tough. where it comes even more insane. You <sighs> don't know you're the only one. Oh. You don't know you're the only person that that succubus has fucked and made an incubus of. Gotcha. So, like, you could go to kill this succubus in her, in her lair... 
And then all these and then fucking like babies. And then like 20 motherfuckers just show up and they're ready to shred you. So like it's kind of. Yeah, you got to kill your baby first. Yeah. You definitely want to do that, but you don't know if she has other. Honestly, it's it's probably best to just not try and fight a succubus. Yeah, I, I wouldn't recommend it unless you can. Uh, right. Enclose. Enclose. Enclosement. Trying to get the fucking word I can't. If you forget. can like, there's these uh certain say almost like a sigil, but where you can essentially you can trap close, them. Yeah, you can them. close it off in like a vessel, like mm-hmm. a like a vase stuff like that. And if you do that, like, then you're good. Yeah, you're pretty much fucking. You're golden. But like, they're smart for a reason, and then they're very succubus aren't just like two years old, which they can be. Right. But like, you're not gonna catch a two year old succubus off guard. Right. Yeah, and like that's the thing about. Whenever uh, you impregnate one too, you don't really know what the incubation period's like. Like yeah, that baby could be born like tomorrow. I have no knowledge, nor have I seen anything on an actual incubation period of a succubus. I just know that they have the babies in another realm. The baby right, like kill you. <laughs> yeah, it's like who knows? Like the baby could fucking pop out in like a week. You know, it could pop out that fucking next morning. You don't know. Yeah. So overall, try and resist the temptation. Don't fuck the succubus, but. If you do, make you sure you already... Be, you could become a vampire. You could become a vampire, but make sure you already have some fucking spell books and shit so you can, like, be prepared when your incubus son comes to fuck you <laughs> Just up. Just to tear through your shit. Then uh, to touch on Cambions... A little bit more. Those are... I mean, I would I would honestly say that vampires are a variant of Cambions in a lot of ways. I, I could agree with that. But uh, that's where you get a lot of your kind of human hybrid mythical creatures. You could even say werewolves or cambions. You know, we don't we don't know. I wouldn't go that far, but they're mostly described as like deformed. When you get a lot of tells of the cambions, they're like humans with deformities or like magical gifts. Right. Which I was reading about this. Uh, there was a huge thing about like the satyr babies. Mm. people with like horns and stuff like right. that would be considered a cambion in that time and or if you're like a change lane like if you can shape shift you're not probably to poke, a cambion not to poke holes in it but a huge part of the cambion like startup was dealing with a lot of villages having incest okay I was reading so about that kinda, that definitely could attribute to yes the... because uh Incest babies are pretty much strong. They have like immunities to a lot of certain things like they're extra strong for no reason or have extra limbs or they're just kind of fucked up and like a blob on the ground. I'm fucking dead. There's like kind of like a 50-50 <laughs> flip there. You you have a chance of either having a blob baby or a deformed T-Rex looking like Monchamp. <laughs> yeah, which uh, OP. that would be kind of OP if you had a fucking Machamp baby. That'd it straight up comes out. The only problem is it's incest, so that's gross. Yeah, that's true. Uh, we do not support not, incest yeah, on this podcast. Incest is not incest. No, <laughs> incest is cringe cest, bro. I feel yeah, it, it it is, but that. I was just reading about that. That was a huge thing, like, yeah. way back in the medieval times, and then, like, Cambions and Ephesus came around. A lot of uh, scientists narrowed that down to parts of that being, like, considered incest. There's some things they can't, like, the horns and stuff, like, they're like, we can't fucking tell you. We can't like, you know, fucking, yeah. Explain that one, but I can tell you why that kid had, like, three toes and two eyes and 14 teeth. <laughs> <laughs> we can tell you why they look like old Buckley. Old Buckley. No, Buckley. <laughs> So I think that's about it for Spinna's classification of demons. Oh, yeah. I mean, it talks more about a lot of other fucking like subclasses. Like it, it considers like goblins, demons, and yeah, it talks about goblins. Most familiar. So like pretty much any familiar that a witch has. Hags it, are in there as well. Yeah. I was reading. Um, trying to think of some other ones that were in there. Uh, cri- some of the cryptids that we have talked about. And haven't talked about her in there, but they don't count them as cryptids. They count them as demons and stuff right. like that. So, like, as you can tell, like, they have... It's very vast, and the way it's done is there's several criteria set up per yeah. demon. It, it's... To make you even into specific tier lists. In my opinion, it's not the best view of demonology, but it is... It's still an important I one. just didn't, like... It, it definitely it, helped It's different it. how he had, like... Oh, you the demons who do this, this, and this are in this. But if you also do that and this, you're in this. You category. also fuck people's corn. 
yeah. you're in this category <laughs> over here. And it's like, why? Why does that one separate thing make them a whole separate yep. category? So, so we can't confirm this, but if a succubus fucks your corn cob and you eat the corn cob, you might become a vampire. No, <laughs> no confirmation, <laughs> but. <laughs> So be careful with your cobs of corn, folks. Anybody who farms, <laughs> be careful. Just be careful. Just keep your eyes peeled. Yeah, if you, if you grow squash, watch out. <laughs> yeah, let's be real. These sucky, these sucky by the corn ain't getting it done for them. They want to <laughs> fuck a pumpkin. They're thirsty. Oh yeah, it's spooky season. They're probably fucking pumpkins. They're fucking pumpkins. The tops of pumpkins. <laughs> Disturbed. They like it a little thorny. Disturbed. <laughs> Okay, so uh, moving on. <laughs> moving on to the Agrippa's classification of demons. This was done during the 15th century. During At that time, it was 1509 to 1510 was where it was around where it was wrote. And it is part of the De Acca Philosophia, which is a book wrote by Cornelius Agrippa. <laughs> Dudes out here really be named Cornelius. I like it. He's happy. I fucking love his name. Cornelius Grippa. Cornelius Grippa. Cornelius reaching for the grip. You don't want to fuck with Cornelius. I love it. I love his. I love the name. But he proposed essentially. I'm gonna just call it a tier list of demons. It's basically yeah. a he loved a his breakdown of classification. Scales is what he uses for a lot of his stuff, and you also see it in. The, the cosmology that he talks about a lot of his stuff if you go and look into it he he loves the uh the new number numeral numeric system well, yeah fucking, he, he's a numbers man he, he's a numbers man which is so loose today you know honestly <laughs> a lot of people say numbers are given to us by demons so <laughs> shit you know the the, the tv show numbers <laughs> Osmeyer, is that you? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're going to go All ahead right. and get into the start of this numeric scale. It starts at the, the scale. scale of unity. Unity, unity mean one. The Ooh. one prince of the rebellion of angels and darkness. And that would be... You guessed it, Lucifer. Fucking every time, baby, number one. I mean, when you look at it like that, Lucifer really read... Or sorry, led the rebellion against God. Basically, I mean, he was the first. He's supposed to at the end of the fucking the world too. Yeah, true. He, he's rebellion leader. Yeah, and no matter what, if you talk about demons, Lucifer's always number one. Like, yeah, Lucifer kind of leads the pack. Which is funny because he was an angel. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> That's why he leads. So he then was we like get into the conversation, of, and he does was past he an angel. He was like one of God's favorite angels at that. The most beautiful angel, exactly. But that gets in the conversation. Does Lucifer despise all the other demons since he technically was an angel? But he's not an angel anymore. He was he was thrown out with the uh, him. What was it? Him, Leviathan, and was it be not Beelzebub? Uh, Asmodang? Yeah, I think Asmodang. Well, we'll, we'll Asmodang. I can confirm that in like 10 minutes into the podcast from now. Yep. yep don't worry. In 10 <laughs> minutes, you'll find out that answer. The scale of binary, the second scale. Obviously, binary, bi, meaning two. It's a prefix, guys. Learn your prefixes if you didn't. Uh, two chiefs of demons is what this one is set for yep. the first chief being behemoth behemoth which is brought up in the bible as well it is it's mostly known as Job. the a big red bull it mm -hmm. takes over the it, it is in control of the land demons and then basically the, just a grotesque beast that just fucks everything in its path yes essentially and then your second chief in command Leviathan. Leviathan, it's me, Sir Leviathan. I'm actually. Haha, gotcha. Yeah, this whole time you guys have been listening to a demons podcast. Yeah, you didn't know. Yep, I'm actually here just to do this podcast. And then Leviathan's also from the Book of Job, and he's very Fine. similar to Behemoth in the fact that he just fucks shit up, but he the fucks sea. shit up in the sea as opposed to on land. So these are the two chiefs of demons. Which you will hear more about them as it goes on. You see them in more places, but those are your two, two chiefs of chiefs of the house. Chiefs of the house. And then you get into the scale of ternary, which begins with the three furies. The first one being Alecko. Alecko is 
the first one being uh, a very beautiful, I think it's a woman, because I think they're yeah. all three females, and what they do is they are vengeful spirits. And they essentially are like hands, so like Leviathan will be like, yo, we need this motherfucker fucked up, these people are who go this, out and fuck yeah. you up. So what the Furies do is they are known for showing up when you break oaths. So when men break oaths, you get one of the three furies, depending on which ones you get and what oath you broke. There's three tiers they have set up for it, depending on, I think it's like religion, uh, like your own like word like for yourself. And then I think the other one is uh, for your people. Yeah, I think it's like if you have like a bond, like a group of people, and yeah. you betray them. Like if you're a leader, and slash commit like treason, kind of like that. that yeah, then you get so the up. second one being Magira. Magira, being I think she's the oldest. I think she's the oldest of all of them. And then the last one being Sir Sir Sif, Sir Phone? Typhoon, Tisiphon. I don't know. It's fucking Greek, bro. Oh, she is the youngest, and she... Oh, she is the one that punishes you for murder and uh, crimes that you commit. Yep. So if you uh, and break, essentially, the pact to, you know, living amongst other people, and you can't do that well... She's the one who comes down she on She comes you. up and fucks you up. As there are the three furies, there are the, the judges. Three infernal judges. Which begins with Minos. Minos, the king of Crete, the son of Zeus in Europa. He is the one that will judge you after you're dead. Yep. So you die, you come before him, and he's like, Yeah, bro. You done fucked it, man. You did these, these punishable acts, so now you're fucked. Then we got a curse. Which yeah. is one of the sons of Hermes. Yep. So, again, if you guys haven't picked up on this, a lot of this is based in Greek mythology in the Agrippa scale. Yeah. Which... And even though we are naming the Greek gods, like, as you, if you didn't hear, some of these are Greek god names. Just because your parents are god doesn't mean you can't be a demon. Yeah. Just keep that in mind. Demons can be anywhere. Yep. So... That's that guy, and then the next... last one is Rodamathus. Rodamathus. Rodamathus is the last one, and he was later actually added. He was one of the last ones. He is yeah. the newest so of the three. He he actually began as a mortal and made his and great then... rise to the judging the the evil in yeah. evil. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So then he became an infernal judge because you know he did some crooked ass shit. I imagine. I yeah, I assume so. So then the next ones that we get into are essentially the four princes that represent the elements. And as you have elements, each element has an angle slash corner of the world, north, east, south, and west. Yep. Just like you have fire, air. Water, so we'll, and we'll, earth. we'll kind of go over these ones pretty quickly because honestly, not a lot of info about them. So you got. Samuel, 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 who is the, he's actually an angel and he is the archangel of, uh, destruction. Yeah. Yeah. And he represents fire, which, you know, fire and destruction. If you've ever played any Diablo, (laughs) except for the first one, you, these, you'll see a lot of references right here. Yeah. As for the next one, Azazel, Azazel. Which is air. He is a fallen angel. He is not an archangel, but he is ex- normally used as an escape goat for sins most of the time. Yeah. So it's basically he's like, he's like, oh, I just fucked my cousin's wife and my cousin. Well, it was actually just his hazel. <laughs> that's what happens they just be scapegoating him yeah. it's kind of fucked up that's why he's salty as fuck he's fucking azazel every time then we have a zeal a zeal which is the angel of death in islamic and jewish traditions yeah and he's even referenced in being in sikhism so and that... he represents wada yeah the last one mahazel 
which represents the earth. We don't got too much information on him. It's not much talked about. You see him in a couple of uh, texts here and there, but I, I personally don't know too much about yeah. him. Then you get into the Princes of the Angles. Princes of Spirits, princes as the last three were the Princes of the Devils. Yeah. The four princes started off with Orion for the East, Paimon for the West, Egim for North, and Amayam for the South. For the south. So that's about, you know... That's about it for the scale of quaternary. Quaternary. And after quaternary, they did have a few other scales that were added later on. The first one being the scale of six, which is the six authors of Calamity. These guys are essentially the ones who write out basically the plans for destruction on Earth. And, you know, honestly, these guys are pretty lesser known. There's not a whole lot of mention about them. No, you get a couple of things in the in the book that we were talking about that this is in the De Ocitus Philophosis. Yeah, but there's truthfully not a lot of info, so I think we're just going to skip over to the scale of Novenary. Which is one of the final scales in... Yeah, this is like the final scale in this... In this representation, which is the Agrippa classification of demons. And so this one is the Nine Orders of Devils. And this is where... You get a little more added to these, the names. These ones are a little more well-known demons. These ones are... Yeah, you get some of the ones we've talked about. But you also, at this point, it it's when uh, a lot of these demons were doing... So as the time goes on, as we get the new scales, it's because demons are doing different things. They're always mm -hmm. changing up. They get names. They become new things. They become do new stuff. Become more well-known. So you're going to get a couple of the n good like names that they are known by yeah. as this scale came out. So this one starts off with uh, Beelzebub, who we've been talking about. And he essentially, at this point of time, represents all the false gods that people worship and... He, he'll essentially lead you upon a path to wanting to worship demons. Yeah, he, he was uh, very good at pretending to be greater. Yeah. He also likes to pretend to be good until the last second. And then you just get fucked up. The next one would be Pioth, the Spirits of Lying. This yep. is this is a lot to deal with uh, the voice that tells you to lie in your ears. What this is what was talking about, Pioth, is... Everywhere, but nowhere at the same time. He's found in the winds. Yeah. Uh, he is that little voice inside your head that tells you to lie. Yep. The next you get into Belial, which is the vessel of iniquity or the inventor of evil things. So he pretty much, if you're thinking something evil, it's because Belial kind of planted the idea in your head. He, yeah. Uh, he he's one of the ones that kind of just helps pushes people towards evil doing without like full force he kind of influences evil people just to become evil things yeah he also makes demons like he, he the, the lower yeah. lower he makes a lot of lower level demons that will you see and you hear about and, uh, most of them like like if there's like a member in like an army of hell there's a decent chance belial just created him and just fucking tossed him into the wind which and is pretty like, much what happens and yeah he basically belial will create something and then just fucking throw it into a random region of hell and be like yeah figure it out <laughs> figure yourself out bro then normally they get inducted into a <laughs> whatever an one, army, whatever one they fit. Yeah. And the next one being Asmod Asmodus, yep. as we saw earlier, he is known as the Revenger of Wickedness. Yep. So a lot of the times he's planting that idea of revenge in your head, which I mean we've all watched Naruto. We know <laughs> that if you follow the path of vengeance, it leads he to is some Sasuke. bad shit. He really is some Sasuke-ass motherfucker. <laughs> oh, that's great. And I mean, as you know, revenge can lead you on a path to power, but it's is the power not, worth it? It's not always the way to go. It's turn yeah. the other cheek. Find your, find another way. Exactly. Then next you get into Satan. Satan. Dr. Satan. Dr. Satan. If you guys can tell us what that reference is from. Yep. We'll, uh, we'll we'll let you be on the we'll podcast you, as a guest. We'll we'll get you we'll get you something. But if you can comment, the yep. first person to comment it right got yep. a prize for you. Doctor Satan, Doctor Satan. 
So basically, Satan represents the imitator of miracles. So as everyone knows, Jesus, <laughs> the opposite of Jesus. People in Christianity, people think he's going to come back as the Antichrist, doing miracles and whatnot. Well, he also, quote unquote miracles, and people will begin to worship him. He is also represented within the evil witches and warlocks throughout the world. Yep, most That's warlocks and witches fuck with Satan. So. That, that's their man's. Yep. Merelheim, which is the aerial powers. Basically, pestilence, disease is what this one represents. Things that's, like, the evil things that spread by themselves through just being in existence. So, like, Merelheim is COVID-19. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> You're 100% correct that somebody's casting spells. Yep. So then you get into Abaddon, who represents the Furies, the that Furies, we what we mentioned earlier, and essentially the Sower of Discord will one of his put, titles put ideas into your head that fucking just upset you and lead you down one of the paths of. He's also that one guy who gets on the Discord chat and just talks shit the whole time. Yeah, he's the guy that gets on Discord and then puts his mic in his mouth and goes fucking. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yeah, that's him. <laughs> The next one being Astaroth, the Calaminator. Calaminator. So he he essentially does a lot of the calamities that people have, you know, fucking blight, all that shit. He represents fraudulence. So if you're a liar, it's probably because Astaroth is fucking with you. Then we got the last one here, Maman. Maman, the Malganian? Yeah, and he essentially represents tempters and snarers. So, like, if you're getting tempted by, a lot of the times, it's a different demon. Evil things. It's probably because Maman was like, hey, bro, I've been watching this dude. He would be very susceptible to your greed talk, bro. Get over (laughs) there, dog. Go talk to him. Go talk to him. But that's actually that's it all for... for the Agrippa classification, and now to talk about Binsfield's classification of demons, and that's what we're gonna wrap it up with, I believe. Other yep. than we'll have our other talk. All right, so the Binsfield classification of demons. We are going to go ahead and say this one. This is a big is shout out my... to Big Peter Binsfield. Yeah, Big Peter. This is one of the uh, most known ones, yeah. I would say, just because it was uh, the one that classified p- the princes of hell. So this one doesn't do just demons. It does the princes and their seven deadly sins reamped. So they redid it. Season two is out. What the fuck <laughs> is up? And this one came out... 15, oh, fuck. Yeah. 80, 1589. Around like, yeah, like 80 years after the first one. Yeah. Roughly. And this one was actually a little bit different than the original one because this one was actually originally done in English versus in Latin or Greek. Right. So but this is essentially one of the first English terms of yeah. uh, classifications. So you want, you want to take the yeah. first one again? So number one, again, just like before, it's Lucifer. It's per- Number one, again, is Pretty much always going to be Lucifer because he, he is pride still. They, still they, pride. They did he, not switch it up. He leads fucking demons, and he is prideful in that. Number two being Mammoth, Mammon, which yep. we've heard before. We we were just talking about him, the tempter. He is greed. Yeah. At, at this time, he is now greed. Was he greed before? Can we? Can we get a fact check on that? Uh, real quick? Let's what do a Mammon, quick little fact check. Mammon was greed in the prior. They, they kept. He is still greed. That's nice. So then next we get into Asmodeus, who represents lust, and I believe that's the same as well. Yeah. Yep. He's still. He, except he's for just he higher in, in the tier. Yeah, so. he jumped in rank. He's now from seven. He's now number three. Yep. He used to be pretty low tier, but now he's fucking. I the do third believe the tiers hell. one to seven is like the strength factors. Yeah. Correct? Yeah. Number four, Leviathan. I'm I'm fucking back. I'm back at it. So this is pretty much where a switch up comes from the original because in the prior, uh, Beelzebub represented envy, and now Leviathan represents envy. I made my fucking way into the tier ranks, number four, baby. Yep. Before Leviathan wasn't even on the list, so he's fucking. He did not. He was. uh, He was classified as a chief, but he was not. 
was not a prince. prince. So yeah. something happened down there where he, he got a, a promotion. He just got to get there. Then now Beelzebub represents gluttony at number five, as opposed to prior he represented envy. And he was number two back then. Yeah, and he was a lot more powerful back in the day. Yeah, but... he's lost some lost some strength. Yep. Number six, Satan with wrath. Satan with wrath didn't switch up, and I also think he was number six last time, wasn't he? Um, I believe six. Oh, he was third. He, he yeah. So Satan also took, took a little a power fucking drop. Nerf. He he got nerfed a little bit, but I mean, again, all of these things are still more powerful than probably every human combined. <laughs> yeah, so. power scale still fucking. Back. Yeah, like you can be number seven and you're still OP. Speaking of number seven, Belgor made it, baby. Belgor's up here for sloth. Was he sloth last time? Um, Belgor was actually gluttony before, ah, and now he gotcha. represents sloth. And Abaddon is no longer a prince. Abaddon essentially lost his ability to lost fucking his do fucking shit. tier list, which you know, <sighs> grimy su- sucks for Abaddon, but. Now he, instead of being a prince, pretty much just watches over the Furies. You know, okay. that's kind of what he yeah, does. Hey, sometimes he's got to take a little bit of a, a day off and learn how to relax a little bit. Yep. Um, are you trying? Are you trying to talk about the uh, Michaelis classification, or are we 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 are running short on time today? We are hitting like an hour right now. Yeah. We we had a movie segment kind of plotted out, but. I think we're going to I think we're going to go ahead and skip it and we'll just release it with our list of movies because it's on, it's actually going to be on both of our lists I'm sure anyways. Oh yeah, we're going to re- I so we're going to release it as its own segment this week. Yep. Cuz we're going to talk about We'll just do a whole 10 movie segment. Yeah, we're going to do a quick 10 movie segment for you guys, so that'll be really fun. Halloween we're going to make a lot of content probably. Oh yeah, we've been trying to we're do We're probably going to have a couple different things. Um, also, since this comes out on the 29th, that gives us two days. If anyone has a digital camera and is trying to record some ghost hunting and link up with you boys at the Two Spooky Podcast, shoot us a message on our Facebook page, and we would love to make that happen, because, uh, even if you we're about to be recording this shit on our phone, so. Yeah, hey, we're trying for you guys, though. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, just get a hold of us if... You know one of us personally, go ahead and get to us. Yep. If you don't, just message the Too Spooky Facebook page. We both have access to it. And oh, it'll yeah. pop up on our phones. So other than that, uh like we said, we're doing something we're gonna be doing some big stuff for Halloween. Yep. Uh you'll finally see the face reveal mm-hmm. of the Too Spooky podcast and what we actually look like. So exactly. that'll be fun. Yeah, for that'll you guys. that'll be exciting. Um but other than that, I think that might just wrap up this yeah, episode. Yeah, I'm going to wrap this one up with a uh, some shout-outs to a yeah, couple of people. let's give it. Shout-out John Cruz. I know you're listening, buddy. Yep, go John uh, Cruz. Thank you for all of the uh, response. He consistently is giving feedback, consistently saying what's up. He's a huge supporter, so I just want to take some time. He takes his time to listen to us, just like everybody else does. Love everybody. Yep. But I just want to say thank you, John. Yeah. Good man. And, uh, you know, don't feel neglected. We, we like all of our fans, but oh, yes. John's just the only one that actually reaches out to us. So we... He reaches out very often, and I, I love everything about it. He has great uh, great criticisms for that, yeah. and he also has great ideas as well, and he also has great feedback in general. Yeah, for sure. It's great. Also, shout out my boy Eric Cruz. Completely separate family, but he also has been giving me a bunch of feedback nice, on this nice. stuff consistently. He's been listening since week one, and he just loves it. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give a quick shout out to uh, Alex Juarez, uh, the only yeah, person to out. comment on our Facebook page. Shout out Alex, yeah, you. We appreciate kind that. Man. Um, uh, <laughs> we haven't completely given you everything that you asked for in our comment section, but we did cover some UFOs today, and yeah, we, in our first episode, we talked about UFOs. A little I bit. actually wanted to gonna say something about that. I was gonna try to keep it under wraps, but I got some new UFO books from uh, an nice. older mage man that I know. Actually, fuck and yeah. He's like, hey, these would be great for your podcast. He listens in, and he was like, it'd be great. So UFO one should be coming soon. We'll have a UFO episode. Wait, it's here just soon. we've been so busy with all the Halloween stuff. Yeah, <laughs> Halloween. Halloween kind of threw a wrench in plans because oh yeah, because it <laughs> UFO season doesn't align with demon season. You know, it just doesn't. It, it just doesn't. doesn't. Right now, spirits are more active, so we got to kind of focus yeah, on that. We the aliens are taking some time off, so but kind of at the out. same time, we did just have a UFO sighting that again was probably the best 
ever recorded like four days ago. Oh yeah. So, oh yeah. Without a doubt, probably one of my favorites. So yeah, um, to wrap it up, make sure you go and look at the news segment that we'll have in the comment section because we want to hear you guys' opinion if you think it's a UFO or if you fucking think it's a rocket Alex, from 2008 I'm somehow. Ca- I'm counting on you, Alex, to be the first person to respond. Yep, yep. We're Just looking for Alex's for response. Um, I don't know really who else is listening to this. Uh, <laughs> we don't We don't know specifics. We just, Matt, we just if you're numbers. listening, uh, leave numbers. a comment in the section. Uh, if you're out in the Netherlands still listening. Shout out you guys. Shout out you guys. We if still would like. in existence and you listen to our podcast, shout out you. If you in the, the void and you somehow got our shit. Yeah. Shout out you. And honestly, guys. Don't feel weird shooting us a message on Facebook or leaving us a comment. Like, literally just say, hey, I just listened to the podcast. I fucking hated it. I don't (laughs) care what you say. Just fucking say something. I want to get a chat room, like a... uh... Yeah. A little chat room we going. Could, oh, we should make a Discord. We might make a Discord we, page for it. I think we should set up the Discord today. All right, so it, by the time this is up, you guys, we'll have a Discord up. Yeah, we'll have a Discord up. That way, fuck it. You can even voice chat with us if you want. Yeah, and we'll play We'll, we'll play, play games some with fucking, you. yeah. <laughs> but we, we will play games with you. Yeah, no. Two spooky games. We, we be gaming all the time, mm-hmm. so... All right, yeah. uh, I think that pretty much wraps up this week, though. Yeah, that, that's it, you guys. Uh, thanks for listening to week seven. We'll see you guys in two days for the two spooky first Halloween special. We'll do the Halloween special, and prior to that, we'll probably release the ten list. The ten list. Yeah, that's right. Wow. We might even have we might even have video for that. Yeah, I mean, we, we might have, record we have... that on my PC. We'll see. That's three. That's three podcasts in one week, you guys. We're, yeah. we're fucking banging them out this week. Yep. All right, well, thanks again for listening, and tune in later in the week. Yeah, stay spooky.